Hey there, and welcome to the Business of Business podcast. Here we are two daughters and their dad seeking to inspire and educate you to follow your dreams of being in business by teaching you the business of being in business. The good, the bad, the humor are all parts of our unique perspective as an entrepreneurial family. Thanks for joining us. So grab a coffee, turn up the volume. Here we go. Hi, everybody, and we are back with another episode of Two Daughters and a Dad, the Business of Business. Once again, I have with me Jack Dempsey. Say hi, Jack. Hello, everybody. Okay, I'm not making it up. He's really here. And Jennifer Dempsey. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jen. So we're going to jump right into well, who are it. You? I'm sorry. I'm Stacey J. Dempsey. The J is very important, it brings the joy, and I am your host. <sighs> So we were sitting around brainstorming and talking, and uh, the topic we were discussing was how does someone really know if they are truly meant to be an entrepreneur? Um, there's so much information out there about, um, you know, kind of the glitz, the glam of being an entrepreneurial and almost putting down people who, you know, want to be that support system in a, a business. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And so we were just sitting here talking and brainstorming and thinking about, you know, what are some really strong characteristics of people who are meant to be an entrepreneur? And so um, come to find out there's a whole list of characteristics. Um, but we, we found three that were really... Um, that we really stood out to, uh, stood out to us. So Jack or Jennifer, you guys want to kind of talk about what we were, what we were brainstorming on, what we were discussing? Yeah, I think the first, um, the first characteristic we were talking about was entrepreneurs constantly look for opportunities to improve. And as we were brainstorming, um, you know. I was like, absolutely, that has to be number one. All entrepreneurs that I know that I talk to, um, when we link and we and we talk about things, we're talking about what what book are you reading right now, and how can I get my hands on it? All entrepreneurs I know, they're they're listening to podcasts, they're reading books, self help books, they're they're in the gym, plugged in, listening to their favorite motivational speakers. I mean, it it's just a lifestyle of how. How can I improve? How can I keep getting better? Um, and how can I grow from this point on? And if, as an entrepreneur, you have to have that mindset of this is where I'm starting and this is just the beginning. I'm ready to take it to the next level. And I would absolutely agree with that. And even, even for people like me who've been doing what I've been doing for as long as I have, um, I tell people now I read more, study more uh, than I ever have because uh, even though I've been in business uh, for over 30 years, things are changing, constantly changing. And so if you aren't dedicated to learning and self-development and staying cutting edge, you know you're gonna you're gonna get behind. The entrepreneurial wave, your business is going to fall behind very quickly. And so I heard a quote recently that I really liked, uh, especially in today's world. It said the healthiest 
wealthiest and wisest people exchange entertainment for education. And I think that's um, so true because we can easily entertain ourselves. Uh, there's so many between, you know, turning on a TV and having, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of things to pick from, to watch, to, you know, the different Netflix and all those programs where you can binge watch shows. I mean, um, if you're like that, and if that's something that um, uh, takes up a lot of your time now, you probably shouldn't be thinking about entrepreneurship. You're probably going to struggle because you cannot spend your time doing that and be uh, completely and fully engaged uh, as an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur in your business. It just, it's just not possible because I think, Jen, you would agree that once you will have to uh, transition from being an employee in a salon behind the chair to owning your salon, it went from a job to something far more. Absolutely. Like a lifestyle. It's a huge lifestyle change, absolutely. And even when you talk about, about that, I recently was thinking about, you know, um, being an entrepreneur, you sacrifice things. And um, I was having a hard time dealing with why did I not feel bad about missing my daughter's um, Halloween, going out for Halloween. Like, I, I'm like, okay, everyone else's moms, they want to go with their kids. I'll stay in the salon. And then after the fact, it's like, I can't believe I I was okay with that. But, again, it it comes with sacrifices. So And, and that's one sacrifice that I was okay with um, missing out on. What is um, another characteristic that we were talking about? Well, we were talking about future-oriented, so um, to kind of piggyback off of what you, your last comment, Jen, about not feeling bad about missing Halloween, um, as a, as another mom, sometimes, you know, that to me, we chalk that up to, like, future-oriented, that I'm going to make this sacrifice now, right? Um, because there's a, there's a bigger payoff for the, in the future, that whether, and that might look differently, but in relation to you know, our kids, it's, I'm going to make this sacrifice now by missing out on Halloween so that I can provide for other things into, you know, in the future that will far outweigh the two hours of controlled chaos that, listen, you didn't miss a whole lot of controlled chaos that took place of trying to transport little children in the pitch black dark, dressed in costumes, shoving candy in their mouth. I mean, it's, there's a, there's a, there's a bigger payoff in the future, but, you know, definitely being future oriented of what am I doing now that's going to pay off into the future, but then also what are those opportunities that are coming into the future that I need to, I need to start thinking about, I need to start planning for. Um, and some people are just not built that way. Like Jack just mentioned, there's, um, you know, we're all living a lifestyle, whether we, you know, realize it or not. And so crossing over into that, being in business and being an entrepreneur, we are choosing to live a different lifestyle than, than other people. And that has to include being future oriented. 
Jack's shaking his head yes. Yeah, you, because, you, that, you know, one of the things I'll uh, tell people who are thinking about going into some type of business entrepreneur opportunity is to um, apply what I call the law of congruency. So if you uh, have a personal life and a lifestyle where you're um, you want to be at every one of your kids' uh, soccer games and every activity, and you don't want to miss a thing, but then you want to have a business that's going to require you to work 12 to 15 hours a day to get it off the ground. Well, that's just simply incongruent. You can't do both. So you have to make the decision uh, to say, um, well, I know that for some period of time, I'm going to miss some things that my kids are involved with so that I can spend the necessary time getting my business off the ground and growing a business. Um, but I've seen a lot of people who've just got into an entrepreneurial opportunity, but yet tried to live a life that, you know, that somehow I guess uh, everybody's expecting a, a parent to live when it comes to their children and their children's activities, as an example, and it's just not possible. And so, so making sure that before you even go down that road, you make that assessment, um, because you're right. You know, you have to, you have to think about this long term. You have to look, think about this on what this can mean um, for your family. You know, long term. You know, that just takes us back to a few episodes ago when we were talking about our why, having that strong why. I mean, if you're strong wise, you want to put your kids through college uh, so that they come out with no college debt. Well, you know, and you know the only way you're going to do that is to move out of a job and into some type of opportunity is going to ultimately create the income to do that. Then you've got to give up something now uh, in order to... to uh, hit that why and achieve that why. Right. And, and just to, just to be clear, I mean, you know, certainly if the ultimate decision is to not be an entrepreneur, right. Is to maybe stay in our nine to five or whatever is our, you know, our career or our job at the time and still do our passion on the side or do our hobby on the side. Like there are certainly, we are not saying that like, that is still a great thing. That is still like self-awareness. That is being truthful and authentic with yourself that, you know what, I am willing, I'm just where I'm at in my life. I'm just not willing to do those other things because I like life the way that it is, even though the, perhaps the world or all the memes on Instagram and all the Facebook groups and all the Gary V's of the world, which we love Gary V, but are saying to pers you know pursue being an entrepreneur, that just might not be ultimately what is meant to be for someone's life, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, because just like as we're in business, we need good support people. And there are people, certainly we have them here at Dempsey Weiss, that they are positive. They are, um, you know, the backbone of our support system. And that's what makes the business run. Um, that's part of, you know, it's part of what makes it all up. So we're certainly not sitting here saying that if you ultimately decide not to do it, that there's anything wrong with that. It's, this is just really kind of about self-awareness of, you know, what it really, what it really takes. And so the last point that we were talking about was willing to take risks. And I know just a couple episodes back, we were talking about bearing, 
being fearful of reinvesting, right? Um, and so maybe that ties into a little bit of willing to take risks of if this doesn't work out the way that I hope it does, what does that, what does that mean? Am I willing to do it? Who's Gary V? Okay, we're going to edit Jack out. We're going to edit Jack out of this oh, you part. You said everybody knew Gary V. You don't know Gary V? Okay, know. so listeners. What's the V stand for? I'll tell you. Well, we it's his know. last name. Our producer's very... over here shrugging her shoulders. <laughs> so, so okay, up. well, listen, you probably don't know Gary V because he cusses a lot, but he is um, an entrepreneur, and one of the most latest things that he's talking about is Everybody's talking about going into business and about getting business partners, but nobody is talking about saving. And he, well, he tells his story about the way he got into investing, the way he got into his businesses, is that he made $50,000 a year, but he lived on 20 and he saved 30 And he did that for year after year after year. He lived in a crummy apartment. He had no car. He lived no well, lifestyle. I talked about that on our last episode. You did, but you didn't do a whole lot of cussing in between. Well, so that's you, right. Gary, Gary kind of gets our, our attention a little bit because he likes to drop the F-bombs and, and things like that. So... You're probably, he's probably not showing up in your newsfeed, Jack. Probably not showing Now, he's showing up in my newsfeed because I like his positivity, but, you know, we don't have the same newsfeeds. But anyway, back to our... Cursing <laughs> well, is a lack of discipline, in my opinion, but we'll move on to... Uh, and he has had that conversation with a critic, and he's he's put, he, he gave it back. He's... Okay. It's all good. So back well, to our point. This is not the Gary Vee show. This is though. not the Gary Vee show. So yeah, willing to take <laughs> risk. I mean, that's um, that is critical. But I think what's important and um, is again, and this was a question we talked about with uh, with Jennifer uh, in making that risk of investing, you know, into a product line is. Um, you always want to ask the question when taking a risk is what's what's the worst case scenario? You, know, you always start with what's the worst case because once you establish that, then you, re you will realize that if it's going to, if, if, if the worst case is that you go out of business and you lose your home and you lose everything, then um, you better make sure you are really assessing uh, the risk because that is a big price to pay if it goes bad on you. Um, but, you know, if you invest to the point where, um, and you're taking risk to the point where the worst case is, you know, a financial loss, then, um, but yet you're going to open your doors the next day for your business, you're going to still be in your home. There's still going to be food in the refrigerator. Then uh, I think that, you know, that's the kind of risk that we're talking about. Definitely. That's, that's definitely the risk we're talking about. And just to piggyback off of, there can be other risks associated, right? As we, you know, as we, people may go down the road of being an entrepreneur, there's not only the risk of financial loss, right? But there's also the risk of loss of friends, loss of, you know, people who are in our close circle, people who we depended on. Um, there's certainly a risk of 
what if I just don't like this? And now, now what does that mean for my family? What does it mean if, even if you're a single person, what does that mean to your life? Um, and what it can potentially, uh, the questions it can kind of bring to the surface of, I tried something, I didn't like it, or I tried something and I failed. That there's, you know, not just the financial risk associated with it, but there's other risks, um, you know, just for uh, us as individuals that those kind of things, this kind of things can bring up. And Jen, you're shaking your head yes. So I'm assuming that, especially when I said risk of losing friendships and close relationships and things like that. Yeah, I mean, because, I, again, I think the message is being an entrepreneur, you have to be all in. And that's what it comes down to. It's all consuming. It's, you know, I remember this morning waking up and feeding my daughter and I have about 50 things going through my head and I thought to myself, I wonder what it would feel like to just wake up like with a clear mind because <laughs> that that's not me, that's for sure. But it is, it's all consuming and I think it's important, you know, if you're looking to become an entrepreneur that the passion has to be there, you know, the passion, the purpose because the sacrifices that come along the way are, are always going to be worth it and and like I said the in my case in my salon my salon is thriving so everything that we've done not only three and a half years um, but over the 13 years um, is really starting to pay off at this point so um, being an entrepreneur is one of the most amazing things um, but it's absolutely not for everyone and I think um, if it's on your mind and, and something that you're interested in, it just takes putting one foot in front of the other, getting started, and believe me, you'll um, figure it out pretty quickly if, if it's for you or if it's not for you. Right, because it's definitely not going to be an easy, easy road. And I think um, at least in clients that I've come across that maybe have decided to take that leap, put the pinky toe in the water, they're thinking, oh, well, because I love this so much, it's going to be far easier for me to have my passion become my business because I just love what I do so much. And then the business of the, the business, business. <laughs> starts. And all once what was once the passion may still be the passion, but then all of the aspects of the business kick in and they realize that the road is not going to be paved, that it's actually going to be quite bumpy and quite challenging. Um, and so back to your point, Jen, the why the passion has to be there to get through those, get those tough, uh, get through those tough times. So, uh, so before we wrap things up, any final thoughts, uh, Jack on, on this topic, as far as what it takes to be an entrepreneur, the characteristics, just again, as we've talked about, it really is a, a lifestyle, entrepreneurship, owning your business. It, it, again, I know there's a lot of jobs out there that are very demanding. And, you know, when you leave it at five o'clock, you're not leaving it. It's still you're thinking about it and you're taking it home. Um, but in entrepreneurship, that's almost a guarantee uh, that you're going to have things to think about you're going to have work to do you're going to have um, decisions to make decisions to make you're going to have those 2 a.m 3 a.m wake ups um, you know with three or four things on your mind and not falling back asleep I mean those are just part of it um, but again if you keep those three things in mind that 
you know, that we talked about that you are learning all the time, even from the setbacks and the challenges, um, then, you know, that's, um, you're going to, you're going to be able to work your way through, uh, any, any situation, uh, constantly looking for ways to improve and then taking those risks and just not letting fear overtake you and just always assess and know what the worst case scenario is. And, um, and you, uh, you'll be able to do things probably you never thought or dreamed you could ever do. Boom. That's how we're going to end it. Love it. Well, we want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to our podcast today. And uh, we will talk to you all very soon. Thank you. We want to thank you for listening today. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a positive review. And we want to say thank you to our sponsors, Dempsey Weiss and Associates and J Faith Hair Studio. Thank you.